Hi, this is FBL Focal from YouTube. You may not be aware, but I now convert all my videos into podcasts. You can find all the podcast links at linktree.com slash fblfocal. That's linktree.com slash fblfocal. Welcome back for another video. In today's video, I'll be running through the team for Gamic 5 as we look ahead to a Tuesday deadline. As always, we'll discuss the transfer plans and observations for the coming game week. Due to the short turnaround, at the time of recording, there's a few games left to play in Gamic 4. If you'd like to follow my team and the other content on the channel this season, consider subscribing. It's free and you can always change your mind. Before we get stuck in, a big thank you to Fantasy Football Scout who have sponsored the channel for this season. I've already been a member of theirs for the last five years. The custom tables are my favourite section. You can build your own tables measuring literally anything you want. I've made all the tables I use in my videos public. If you search FPL Focal, you'll find them all. They have monthly plans, so don't worry that the season's already underway. There's no better time than now to try out the members area. You won't be disappointed. Click the link at the top of the description to give them a try. A quick look back at how Gamic 4 went. Where to start with Gamic 4? We may as well start with Salah, and it really was a new page written in FPL folklore, failing to pick up any returns from all nine of Liverpool's goals. 9-0, the joint biggest win in Premier League history. He ended the game with 1.21 XG as well, so it wasn't like he had a quiet game. For that reason, it's important to re-emphasise the decision-making process is what matters, not the outcome. Salah had two big chances, created two chances, four shots in the box, and 1.3 expected goal involvement. So in isolation, he did everything right in selecting that player and even captaining them, just very unlucky with the outcome. If you continue to make good decisions, then you will do well this season. So it's absolutely nowhere near my thinking to sell Salah. A frustrating game with the armband on him, but happy with the decision-making process. Alarm bells would be ringing if he'd taken no shots or not created chances, etc. But the underlying numbers are there. Elsewhere, City's defence disappointed again, conceding twice to Palace before eventually turning it round. Haaland was instrumental in the comeback, picking up a hat-trick. Well played if he had him, or if he captained him. Diaz was phenomenal, and is actually now more points than Salah after his brace and bonus points from Gamic 4. James and Kukure both chipped in with an assist. The Gallagher red card was a frustration too, as perhaps on another day they keep a clean sheet, and it would have been a monster game week. Jesus was over 100% effective ownership, so a quiet game week from him was perfect. Bailey left to play at the time of recording. It's unclear whether he even starts, to be honest, but all in all, decent game week. There's two transfers banged, so let's take a look at how the team's shaping up for Gimmick 5. In goal, it's Edison. He started the season well with back-to-back -back clean sheets, followed that by conceding in back-to-back -back games. However, it's Nottingham Forest at home, so it's a week to be patient with your defensive city assets. This, in my eyes, is not the time to be shifting them on. They're top of the clean sheet odds, and if they do end up conceding in game week 5, then game week 6 could be the time to consider selling. The back four is Trent, Cancelo, James and Cucurea. Well done if you held your nerve with Trent. For me, he's a set-and-forget defender, and he finally delivered last game week. In just one game week, he's catapulted up the defender scores from 4 points to 21 now. With the greatest respect to Bournemouth, it's a tougher fixture this game week, and absolutely won't be another 9-0 against Newcastle. The wind perhaps in Liverpool sails now, and perhaps they've turned a corner after frustrating us in the first few game weeks. Cancelo, like Edison, started the season exceptionally well, and he's slowed down since. His attacking numbers are concerning, considering the price tag. He's 37th among all defenders for expected goal involvement, which is discouraging. Right now, he's not justifying the 7 mil price tag when there's Walker for a couple more cheaper, or Edison for 1.5 more cheaper. He's an easy hold for the next couple of game weeks, however. Kovacic returned from injury last match, only making the bench, which is a big boost for Chelsea, and hopefully can start the Southampton game, which will go a long way for Chelsea's clean sheet hopes. With Fafana on his way to Chelsea, it should be very good news for James Owners, who has played in right centre-back the last couple of games. 
The sister position that Fafana is expected to play, so the consensus is that James may move back into right wing back, which is his best position. In midfield is Salah Diaz, Martinelli and Andreas. Salah gets the armband as it stands, but as always this isn't locked in yet as there are a few good options this game week. I feel that it's very close, however many managers will captain elsewhere purely in frustration rather than a logical perspective. So to me this presents an opportunity to gain even more ground of Salah captain if it comes off. Let me know where you're leaning with the captaincy. It's clear that Diaz is the best 8 mil midfielder. If you've got Mount and don't own Diaz it's an easy move to make. Madison missed out last match too, and if he isn't back for Gemic 5, then Diaz is a great replacement to consider. It's a tricky decision for the Saka owners. If you've got no other areas and need addressing, it's not a bad move, otherwise I'd probably stick. Andreas starts, but likely to drop to the bench based on the transfer plans. To be honest, it's the kind of fixture you can play him in, so don't sweat it if you're forced into starting him. Fulham are a different beast at home, and they've surprised me so far this season. Up top it's Jesus and Haaland. As it stands, Haaland gets the vice-captaincy. It's tougher than ever this season, not just due to more managers than ever, but with Jesus sitting at 80 plus percent ownership, you're immediately down to 10 men after the gimmick starts, as his effective ownership after factoring in captaincies is typically over 100%. Last game week, Harlem's was around 100% too, and Salah's over 100%. So you really have to make those picks elsewhere count. If you're unaware what effective ownership is, it factors in manager captaincies. So let's say for argument's sake, if Jesus had 100% ownership and every single manager captained him, then he'd have 200% effective ownership because his points are scored twice. If Haaland starts against Nottingham Forest, you could make the case for selling him for Kane in Gemic 6. Pep has remarked that Haaland won't play all games once City are playing every three days. Gemic 5 of course comes midweek and then we've got Gemic 6 next weekend and then it's the Champions League for the next couple of midweeks. City facing Sevilla away and then Dortmund at home. Meanwhile Kane faces Fulham at home in Gemic 6, even a captain option potentially, so I really like him and Sana's potential transfers. It's still early now but always good to be thinking ahead. On the bench it's Ward Bailey, Williams and Archer. It's a weak bench this week, Villa have three tough fixtures so Bailey's going to be a permanent fixture on the bench for a while. There is the option to sell Bailey and a couple of moves are being considered. The first is Nico Williams to dunk or perhaps new fullback signing Estupinian. Brighton have been phenomenal defensively and there's clear value there plus great fixtures. They've kept three clean sheets from four games and conceded just one goal. Another option is to sell Nico Williams for Fofana. This would mean tripling up on the Chelsea defence, but the idea being it opens the door for Kukurea to trip here in Game Week 6, as Newcastle have a phenomenal run of games from Game Week 6 onwards. Fafana would be a bit ahead of the curve as well, as a 4.4mm route into Chelsea's defence. If you'd like to follow my team throughout the season, don't forget to hit subscribe, and thanks for watching today's video. Let me know in the comments how your Game Week 4 went, and what your plan is for Game Week 5. See you soon for the next one. Podcast Network.